This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You're listening to Shattered Soulstone, episode 130, Taking It to the Maximus. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash soulstone2016. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Today's podcast is also brought to you by Patreon. Support the Shattered Soulstone. With your support, you can help the show grow. Become a patron today. Patreon.com slash soulstone. It's time for Shattered Soulstone. Featuring the latest news from Sanctuary and beyond. Each episode, a heroic party of Nephilim band together to help keep you informed on everything in the Diablo universe. And now, your Diablo Community Podcast. Coming to you from the dark recesses of the proverbial Dawnforge pouch, this is episode 130 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. Today is, let's see, December 15th, and I am your host, Jen, and I'm joined today by Vesper. How you doing, Vesper? Oh, phenomenal. How are you? I'm okay. I'm here. That's probably good enough for now, <laughs> you know? Just okay? What's up with that? Oh, it's just health-related garbage. It's nothing new. Um, I guess the biggest thing that kept me from... We've, we postponed this. No one will know. We postponed this a day because um, I had uh, a new computer. It's used, but it's, you know, and I had to put all, like, the software and stuff back on it and things like that. And um, It takes a while to download all the uh, Blizzard games again, so <laughs> <laughs> it took a little longer than I expected, but other than that, I'm okay. Well, now they know. <laughs> yeah, not hiding it anymore. The word's out. Well, I just think other people have been through that, too, where you, you switch computers and you have to download all the Blizzard stuff again. You know? So I just did okay. that. Yeah, it takes a while. Like, it's not as bad as it was back in the day before Battle.net uh, browser thing and all that, you know? Like, there was a time when you had to literally put the CDs into your computer and, like, get World of Warcraft back on there again and took forever. But oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Diablo 1 days and Diablo 2, actually. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, and you had to put it all back and it's not like that anymore, so it's a little better. Anyway, this is the first recording I'm doing on this new computer, so I'm hoping for the best <laughs> with that. <laughs> Yay! I hope yeah. so, too. And again, it's not new, it's, it's used, um, which is fine. Um, but like you and I were talking about just before the show, um, it's a Mac, but it's got boot camp on it, so I might be able to play Overwatch. We'll see. No promises there. I know I'm going to be really bad at it, but um, <laughs> it's a possibility now. Oh no, you, you've got to, if you can, you got to let me know and we'll definitely play. I will support you. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> I'll be your healer. I'll keep you alive. There we go. I will probably need that. I have no idea which character to play. I don't really know much about what they do. Um, I don't know, but we'll see. I'll probably just <laughs> try be like, them all out. trying them all. Yeah, like try one for one and be like, oh, that's how that one works. Okay, how about this one? <laughs> you know? Well, and it's actually a, really bunch. cool. I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just saying there's a bunch, so it'll take me a while, but go ahead. Okay, uh, it's actually really cool because there's a training area to where you can just go in there and there's 
it's just by yourself, there's no other real players, and there's just kind of robots roaming around this map that you can attack and try out all your abilities and quick swap characters so you can actually try them all out and see their abilities and everything. Oh, that'll be fun. Okay, I'm looking forward to that. That'll be mm -hmm. good. That'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> but we should probably get back to Diablo 3, so what have, what have you been up to in game lately? Oh god, long story. Oh okay. good, long stories um, are good. <laughs> yeah. Well, this one might not be as good. Uh -oh. uh, I died two more times since the last episode. Oh no, twice? Um, yes, I'm now oh. on my fourth monk. Oh no. Um, and it sucks because one of those, one more out of those two was another disconnect. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. All right. My. All right. I'll start at the beginning. Okay. Yes, last yeah. show. Uh, disconnect killed my first monk. It sucked, but I got over it. Uh, created another monk. Quickly got him to seventy. Spent a whole lot of time figuring out a build, or yeah, to run at that time because I didn't have a whole lot of gear yet. But I did have uh, an ancient balance debo. Okay. It's a debo that. Uh, states something along the lines of um, when you hit three enemies or less with Tempest Rush, you have a 100% chance to critically hit. Oh, cool. So I'm like, okay, well, how can I incorporate this into a build? So I started trying to build into that because I've never heard of a Tempest Rush build ever. I'm thinking, okay, this could be a really, really strong item. So I... I built into it. I built it up with uh, the Monkey King's Garb build uh, or set because uh, Tempest Rush is actually one of the abilities that it buffs by 3,000% with a uh, like six-piece bonus. Yeah, so once I got all that going, I pretty much complete the set. I had all the items that buff Tempest Rush. I mean, there's, there's some that, you know, if you hit three or less enemies as well, it increases the damage by a lot. Uh, there's... There's other ones that go along with it, too. So you can actually have a pretty decent build. And surprisingly, I was just obliterating everything. It was awesome. It was oh, uh, an, an electric build that ran Tempest Rush. So the electric rune on Tempest Rush actually has an AoE damage around it while you're channeling. So I could hit large areas instead of having to just pretty much solo target everything. But uh, I was running Torment 7 with that very very easily I will make a long story short I felt so comfortable on Torment 7 I jumped it up to Torment 9 which oh, was fine so you skipped 8 entirely and went to 9 yep well okay. it, it wasn't entirely a bad idea because I did immediately go into a rift and I was still doing really well <laughs> like I oh. wasn't yeah like it wasn't horrible but somehow I even Every game I play is recording in the background. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when I died, I was actually I had no idea what happened. Like I was just I was fighting an an elite group. It was just a, a gold elite. Mm -hmm. And um, it was a fallen shaman. Okay. And so I'm attacking him and doing really well. He's about to die. Then suddenly, I died and the uh, the message popped up to you know end game right and i had no idea i didn't my near-death experience i didn't even see that proc 
I, I just had no idea what, what the heck happened. So I quit the game, watched the replay, and my near-death experience did proc, but it happened so fast, my screen never even blinked red. So I didn't even know my health got low enough to proc it. Oh, wow. Honestly, I watched it in slow motion. I watched. I don't know what hit me. I, I don't know what was doing so much damage. Like, I, I, it was obviously something. I just wasn't able to tell what it was. I guess I was. There's too much going on on the screen. I couldn't. It wasn't clear enough for me to see. But I've got no idea how I died, honestly. But yes, apparently it was too much for me to jump to Torment Nine. But I was doing the damage. The damage was there. It was just. I guess I was too squishy for it. I'm Maybe. thinking. Wow. It sounds like this is a guess because obviously I wasn't, you know, watching your game or anything. But um, if you if you've got so much stuff on the screen that you can't quite figure out what it is, maybe all of those things together is what did it. Yeah, that could be. I'm thinking because uh, this I didn't think of until after I deleted the clip. Actually, uh, I'm thinking I probably ran my my stacks of sweeping wind to get the defensive bonus from the. Um, Monkey King's Garb build, mm -hmm. I probably ran out of stacks and didn't realize it. So oh, okay. I probably lost my 50% damage reduction. But and there's no way, way to tell now. Yeah, <laughs> and there's you yeah. can't really go back and change it either. But Yeah. Wow. So that sucked, especially because I was having such a good run that night. It was a day I, I played all day from the moment I woke up to the moment I went to bed. And... I literally died like a half hour before I was deciding to go to bed. Like, it was a great day. I was running, grinding the the heck out of everything. I'd gained so many uh, Paragon levels that day and everything, and then finished my day off with a death. It was Aww, horrible. Disappointing. <laughs> disappointing. Yeah. But the next day, I got up, immediately got a uh, another Monk to 70, and this is the interesting thing about hardcore because generally I, this season is teaching me not to like dying <laughs> I, oh. <laughs> I honestly i've i've debated to stop playing hardcore this season because it's, it's getting aggravating dying so many times but there is one thing that keeps me going and that's that so far every single time i've died this season say the first time i died i immediately got to 70 again and then created a build, so the Tempest Rush build, out of items that I had in my stash that I had no idea I had. And it turns out that that build was stronger than my original build. Well, that's and, a good thing. Yeah, now after my Tempest Rush build died, you know, I did about the same thing. Immediately made a character, I went back to the Uliana set, like my my first character and it turned out just from the items that I already had it turned out to be about as strong as my Tempest Rush build immediately so I'm like okay well I've got a strong build and I had no idea I was sitting on it wow it's amazing what you could find in your stash you know <laughs> yeah exactly mm -hmm. I, I mean I would have never thought to think thought to think <laughs> I would have never thought that I would have already had something that strong and just been sitting on it, you know. Uh, but it was much stronger than my original Uliana's build. I got it up to... I was playing Torment 8 easily, and I was thinking about jumping to Torment 9. 
I actually think I was doing my first rift in Torment 9 again, and then it disconnected and I died. Oh, disconnects are hard. Yeah. The only thing that kind of miffed me about that one wasn't wasn't that I disconnected and died, but because that it was I died in a greater rift at the very beginning. Like, we had just walked in the door. Uh, I killed an elite pack. And then there was uh, just, like, a couple archers, skeleton archers, left in the room. There wasn't any... Because to get to the next area, you had to open a door, which enemies can't do that. It wasn't one of those that you break. It was one that you actually had to click on to open it. Okay. So I disconnected. I had somebody... I was running with somebody. This guy... uh, I power leveled him from 1 to 70 and got him about 90 paragon levels that day. Wow, that's great. So we go, and he was just getting strong enough to be able to run with me. And so we go into this great rift. I disconnect, leaving just those few skeletal archers and come back on, and I died. Mm hmm. Well, I mean. It was just some skeletal archers. I don't know how he wasn't able to protect me for ten seconds. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. I'm not like mad at him or anything. It's no, just, but like, it's confusing. Yeah, why? Why would that have? Had, I mean, because he would have had to know I disconnected or something right away. I mean, does it not? I, or does it not say anything until after the ten seconds? I don't know. I don't think. I don't think it's always apparent. If you disconnect, but I'm not 100% sure on that because I mostly play solo. Um, so it's possible, especially if he's not like near you and on the same, you know, um, internet, so to speak. But yeah. um, you know, it's possible. Maybe to him, it looked like you were you were still there. Yeah. But I don't know because I've never actually tested this out. But um, that could be the case because I know in other games of Blizzard, uh, that it'll look like you're still there, but you're actually not. Yeah, you know? okay. So it could be that he it's just didn't have any way of knowing that was going on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I'm not mad at him or anything. I was just curious. I'm like, well, why Why would that have been a problem? But, oh, oh well. It doesn't matter. Let's yeah, matter. It also, it's, it's a weird thing, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, you're not having a lot of luck then. <laughs> <you know? laughs> Well, uh, after... Well, here's the good news, though. Uh, okay, well, one, I found out a pattern so far. Both disconnects have been between, uh, like, midnight and 1 or one thirty a.m. Okay. So I'm like, I'm going to stop playing Diablo at midnight. <laughs> Just <laughs> so I don't... <laughs> the off chance a disconnect happens... I don't want to be part of it. <laughs> That's a good so, idea. Yeah, yeah, I've I've stopped playing at those times of day, which sucks because you know on weekends I still want to be playing. Right. But mm-hmm. <laughs> but um. So so it's the yeah, Cinderella strategy. That That's what it is. It's the Cinderella yeah. strategy. Leave before midnight. You know. <laughs> yep. Exactly. <laughs> and survive. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh great! Now people are gonna start calling me Cinderella till the end of the season. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, like, you know, yeah. if it works, then it works, you know? Yep. I'll be like, hey, show me my golden slipper and I'll come right back on, I guarantee go, it. You know? or, sorry, uh, glass slipper, there you go. Yeah, that's but. it. <laughs> okay. Um, Alright, but now, uh, after that second disconnect, my third death, uh, I started a new character again, another monk. 
This time I went with a different name instead of going with the, you know, Remy Take Two and Remy Three. Oh, and, yes. Yeah, really. Um, Remy's not having any luck time to change no. it, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I went with, um, there's this anime I watch called Ruby. Okay. And my favorite character in there, uh, her name is Yang, and she relies on punching. Oh, so good. I'm like, all right, so perfect for the monk. So I, <laughs> I named her Yang, <laughs> all right. and uh, got her to 70. Once again, went to my stash, and created a build that was immediately stronger than my last one. I now have a wave of light build, which I've never run before, but uh, it's apparently, if it's not the best, it's one of the best farming builds. For uh, like high torments, so you can go through rifts really fast. Oh, cool! Uh, I didn't really understand how it worked until I finished the build, and yeah, uh, pretty much you click one time, wave of light, and it clears the whole screen. It's nuts! Oh, that's it lovely! Does, it does so much damage. Uh, I'm wearing a helmet. Uh, actually, I can pull it up. All right, so I'm wearing a helmet called um, Zokrin's Gaze. And its ability is uh, Wave of Light is now cast at your enemy. So it's not cast on top of me anymore. So uh, yeah, I can cast it anywhere on the screen, and that works really nicely in combination with the legendary gemstone of uh, Zay's Stone of Vengeance. Okay. Which, you know, the further away an enemy is from you, the more damage you deal. Oh, that so, works well. Uh, yeah, and it's once you get it to 25, you have a 20% chance on hit to stun an enemy for one second. So I'm like, okay, solid build. And uh, it is very fast, very strong. Um, I'm actually not running a generator at all with it, which is interesting. I generally don't like builds like that. But what sets this one apart is, um, first off, you've got the... A staff called the, or the Debo, called the mm -hmm. Incense Torch of the Grand Temple. And it reduces the spirit cost of Wave of Light by 50%. It's like, okay, that's awesome. Uh, so that reduces it a lot. Um, I've got all kinds of um, resource cost reduction. Also, I've got a lot of spirit generation as well. Based on my follower, actually, I, I'm not follower, my mystic ally, I'm using the air ally to give myself uh, additional resource generation. That, and I have the crudest boots, which allows me to have two mystic allies, so it doubles the effect of the uh, spirit regeneration. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, so I'm, I pretty much never run out of uh, spirit, and if I do, all I've got to do is hit the active ability from my mystic ally, which the air allies and it immediately regenerates a hundred spirit, but since I've got two, it immediately regenerates two hundred spirit. So pretty much, it when I use the active ability of my mystic ally, it regenerates all of my spirit all in one one button. So that's yeah, it's, pretty uh, neat. <laughs> yeah, it's you don't need a generator for it. It's actually really tanky. It's the tankiest one I've used all season or build I've used all season. It's still using the uh, Sun Wuko's or the Monkey King's Garb build. So I'm still running on the uh, sweeping wind. This time I'm making, I'm really making sure that I do not let it run out. 
-hmm. So I've got uh, the 50% damage reduction constantly. I'm being very, very cautious about that. But yes, it's very strong. I'm very comfortable running on Torment 10 right now uh, without worrying about dying. I'm killing things very quickly. And yeah, I actually recently killed the the Ubers on Torment 10. Oh, wow. Uh, yep. So it's it's not bad. I'm really liking this build. <laughs> it's, it's pretty <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, and especially once you... When I first made the build, I didn't have the belt called uh, Kyoshiro's Soul. Okay. Uh, it says, Sweeping Wind gains two stacks every second. It does not deal damage to enemies. So, oh, okay. Because, yeah, normally when you activate Sweeping Wind to keep it up, or to keep it going, you've got to be getting critical hits on enemies. Well, I don't need to do that anymore, so I can keep them up in, at three stacks all the time. Well, that that's how it synergizes with uh, Monkey King's Garb build, because it the six-piece set bonuses, Slashing Tail Kick, Tempest Rush, and Wave of Light consume a stack of Sweeping Wind to deal 3,000% increased damage. Well, since you're constantly attacking, you're constantly spending those stacks, which is dangerous because having the stacks gives you the 50% damage reduction as well. But if you get that belt, then you can pretty much always have it on and it regenerates itself faster than you can attack. When I first made this build, I did not have that belt yet. So honestly, I ran around without that 3,000% damage bonus because I couldn't keep it up since I didn't have a generator. Mm -hmm. I'd activate Sweeping Wind, then the first time I attack, it would immediately take the first stack away from me. So, but even without that 3,000% damage, uh, I was still running Torment 6 with the build. And wow. Then, <laughs> That's impressive, yeah, after, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then after I got that belt, actually somebody else found it for me. It was nice enough to give it to me, because they were running a different build. I put that on and immediately jumped up to Torment 9 and have recently gotten to 10. I'm very comfortable with it. Well, it's yeah. good. You're a lot farther you're a lot farther than I am even though you've died four times. <laughs> you're like way ahead of me in terms of stuff. Like how far are you with the season journey? Oh, not very. I haven't even completed Slayer yet. I've okay. completed the first four chapters, but I really haven't been going for the season journey at all actually. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, to get a hint of how much I've been playing, I guess I've got 60 hours and 19 minutes on the Monk this season. Yeah, literally all of that's just kind of leveling Paragon and grinding for gear. I've got um, Paragon 369 right now. And yeah, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. I have no complaints here. But, uh, all right. <laughs> yeah, I think that's all for me. How how are you doing? How <laughs> are things on your end? Well, I haven't died yet because I've been really, really, really careful. And also I'm playing a barbarian, which I've played quite a bit. It's like I play the demon hunter and the barbarian more than anything else. Um, so, And I switch off between the two because they're such different styles, you know? Anyway, yeah. I, am, I am playing hardcore. Um, when I left off last time, I was trying to get through Chapter 4. I'm still trying to get through Chapter 4, <laughs> but I'm working <laughs> on it. And I had a couple of things change. Like last time I had... Um, okay, so I've not completed Chapter 4, so I have four pieces of the Immortal King set. And I assume you get the last 
pieces after you finish chapter four, I think maybe is how it works. Um, yeah. There's nothing, yeah, because the objectives don't show like a little star, like a little green star saying this is when you get those pieces. So I'm, it's got to be when you complete <laughs> them, I'm thinking. Um, yep. So I've got, you know, those four pieces and I've got, uh, I think the shoulders are Raycor's build, you know, it's a piece yeah. of that and uh, something else. And then I've got, um, I'm not. I don't have all legendary items. I did get uh, from Kadala, actually, weirdly enough. Um, I got a, uh, what's it called? Ancient Bracer? I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> but it's like a... The Bracers of the First Men. Is that what it is? Yeah. I don't know. Sorry, I'm, I'm creeping on your profile right now. Oh, no, seriously, that's <laughs> that's good because I don't remember all the stuff, the names. So so that's cool. So I've got that going on, um, and then I've still got in the cube, I've got the Maximus Sword, which gives you a big red demon on a chain every so often that will beat things up for you. I've got the, uh, <laughs> is it Leoric Amulet? Something like that. That spawns yep. skeletons randomly. I get about six of them, I think, and they kill stuff for you when they last. They don't last long. They last about ten seconds. Um, and it seems like it takes a while for them to randomly respawn again, but Maximus is like there all the time. I've got the Ancients that don't die because of the number of set pieces of Immortal Kings that I'm using. And, you know, if they die, of course, you can, um, you can respawn them. You know, you can hit the button and respawn them after the cooldown. But the cool thing is, like, they last. They stay with you like a follower now, you know, so I've got that going on. Yeah. And I was using... Um, I'm still using in the in the cube. Um, there's a shoulder piece, and it gives the ancients some kind of extra thing. <laughs> I can't remember what it is. It's <laughs> like... Um, they, they get a rune. They take. They get a rune of something... Um, Whatever those effects uh, are as well. Of, uh, Fury of the Ancients' shoulders says, uh, Call of the Ancients gains the effect of the Ancients' Fury rune. Um, okay. So that must be what it is. I can't remember what that does exactly, but it's doing that. The, the Ancients' Fury rune, it, for every, uh, every time your Ancients um, deal damage to an enemy, it regenerates some Fury for you. Okay, so that explains where I'm getting the fury from, because it's like never ending, and I'm using whirlwind, and so as Ooh. soon as a as soon as a um, I love whirlwind, it's just spin and knock <laughs> them all down. It's beautiful, and what's been holding me back from using it this season is because I didn't feel like I had enough wrath to keep that going, but now I do. It never stops. I can just whirlwind <laughs> right through a rift, and I mean, it just it really doesn't stop at all, and it's That's fantastic. Awesome. It's so much fun, you know. <laughs> So I'm just doing yes. that, and then um, I'm using Earthquake, which something I'm using is giving it an extra. Uh, it's it's stacking to three. I don't know what I'm using that's doing that, but something is. And uh, there's, I think, I want to say it's Warcry. I don't know if it's that one or another one um, where your your barbarian yells and like that harms everything in her path. So I'm doing that, and it's also causing another earthquake thing to happen and crash down on the enemies, and the floor goes on fire. I'm like, this is so much fun. Ooh, <laughs> you know? that's cool. So that's what I'm doing. <laughs> and um, so I was doing that, and I was using the Templar, and that was working pretty good. And, you know, I bring the Templar because he can heal, and so that's fun. And then I got a token for my Enchantress that's, I don't remember the name of it, but it's one of those that says your follower can never die. You know, oh, okay. so I have, an, I have an immortal enchant enchantress, you know, following me around with three basically immortal ancients, <laughs> and um, 
and random, you know, demon on a chain and skeletons coming up to help me every so often with like the uh, the earthquake um, stacking. And I want to say it's Warcry. I might be wrong about that spell. Where you know your your barbarian yells and like earthquake comes down and it doesn't affect the stack of the actual earthquake skill either. So I could do like four earthquakes in a row. That's awesome. <laughs> you know. That's <laughs> really fun, and then the floor goes all really red, awesome. and everything on it dies, or, or you know whatever, and spinning all the way through. It's just, it's I'm having so much fun. Oh, <laughs> you, know? you would, you would honestly probably like the uh, pull of the earth build. Have you ever run that? I haven't. I've never gotten enough pieces. Oh really? It is yeah. one of the tankiest builds I've ever had. It is nuts. <laughs> you do not die in that with that set. Oh my gosh! That yeah, fun. it's it's awesome that, and you're pretty much you're using leap. You're leaping everywhere constantly uh, because everything you do, like leap, activates earthquake. Uh, oh, fun! Casting earthquake also casts avalanche. Casting avalanche pretty much always casts earthquake. Casting warcry activates earthquake. Oh, it's, it's okay nuts. that I'm gonna keep in mind for for later but right now the one I'm doing is really fun and um, yeah I, I wasn't sure like exactly how I'd piece this together you know but I think that's I think we've kind of figured out what I did but um, it's yeah. just so much fun you know I'm just like this is great you know just whirlwinding all the way through you know and yes. that's all I do now you know I hit the other two buttons and whirlwind away and it's great I'm using leap a little bit because I'm using it to get out of if I'm in an area where like the monster throws ice, you know, to like bounce oh, out yeah. of there before I freeze. So I've learned like that's that works out good. And it seems like the only thing that's really actually still hitting my barbarian is arcane, and that's if like you've got six of them going and you're in the middle, oh, you yeah. know. But like the, the, the health goes down a little bit because I'm not playing, I'm not on T10 or anything like that. So the health goes down a little bit, just bounces back up because I think I'm generating health either from when I'm hitting stuff, and again, I'm whirlwinding, so I'm hitting stuff, or maybe when the Ancients are. It's one or the other, maybe it's both, but something's happening where I don't need the Templar anymore for, like, you know, for healing. You know? <laughs> um, so okay. it's it's working. Um, so I'm doing that. I'm still in Chapter 4. One of the objectives of Chapter 4, of course, is you have to hit a Greater Rift 20. Highest I've ever gotten ever in Diablo was 35, so I'm going, okay, 20, hmm, you know? And uh, it feels a lot more possible now than it did before. So I just did a Greater Rift 17, and okay. it went pretty quick. And I think that's like T3 or something is kind of where that's at. I'm playing on T3. And I tried this before I got some of the combination I just rattled off of gear and things like that. And it didn't, like, I was struggling with T3. I was really struggling. Went back to T2 for a while. Um, so now I'm in T3, either because of the gear or the Paragon points. I'm only at 75 Paragon. So there's a lot more room for damage to, to build <laughs> as I get more. <laughs> yeah. um, it's just going to be fun to see. And I think that's as far as I'm as I've gotten is just the Greater Rift 17 I did earlier today and so I'm pretty sure there's a good chance I'll actually hit Greater Rift 20 finish that part of the season journey chapter 4 and then I gotta go after the Key Wardens which I think are gonna be really fun based on all of this so <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I kind of fell into awesome. it you know I kind of fell into it like I've done before like I way early on might have been season 1 
I did the thing with the, hey, let's have the Ancients Never Die. And you had to have, like, all six pieces of Immortal Kings, I think, at that point, or five or something, or almost all but one, you know, something like that. Yeah. Now you only need three pieces for that, I think. Maybe it's two. But it, you don't need the whole set to have that happen. But I had it in Season 1, and then I added Maximus, and then I had uh, the Nagel Ring for the um, for those little lunatics that blow up, you know, and I just, like... You love your army, don't you? I love it. I love it. I love it. It's so much fun. It's like, you know, you're not really playing solo anymore. You've got your whole team there, you know? Yes. <laughs> it's yes. just so much fun, and there's just something hysterical about Maximus. Like, I think as time has gone on with that sword they actually made that maximus demon bigger than he used to be because i thought he wasn't i thought he was smaller but he seems a lot bigger now and yeah uh, he's there's just big. yeah i mean there's just something hysterical about this big demon coming up and then he like he doesn't just hit enemies he takes his sword over his head and slams them <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's yes. just hysterical so That's i'm having awesome. a good time i'm not real far yet but i'm having a good time <laughs> with it and it was... it'll only get better you know yeah here's here's two things that you that you're gonna enjoy okay. uh first off your enchantress mm -hmm. you can actually give a maximus to your enchantress and the legendary effect will work Oh, I wish I knew that earlier today, because I got a second one, and I was like, well, I've got one in the cube, and this one's not better for me, so, okay, I, and I actually just brought it to the <laughs> blacksmith uh, and got the little whatever out of it, but, you know, it's, gotcha. it's not that hard to get a Maximus, like, I think I've gotten it pretty often in just about every character I've played in season, <laughs> you know, so, well, good, um, good. yeah, so I'll probably get another one, and then I'll, I'll try that. What was your other thing? <laughs> Uh, I think a lot of people underestimate how powerful the Maximus is because I don't know if you knew, but especially when you're using it with a barbarian, whether it's in your cube or you you have it normally, whatever, if you have the legendary effect at all, really, really, really take huge care in positioning yourself because that chain that connects you and the demon does mm -hmm. an insane amount of damage to anything it touches. Oh, I didn't know the chain did stuff too. Okay. <laughs> yes, it yeah, does. Yeah, because that explains a bit. Incredible. Uh, like seriously, if you go against like a Rift Guardian or a boss, say you're mm -hmm. going against Diablo or something, when Maximus spawns, when the demon spawns, literally position yourself to where. Uh, you put the enemy, say the Rift Guardian, between you and the demon, and that chain will tear him a new one. It is insane oh, wow. how much damage it does. It does okay. damage really fast, and it has like a really high crit rate. It's nuts. Okay, good. Because, like, I've noticed when he spawns, he runs away from me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it goes yes. after some other enemy, so I'm like, okay, he runs away, and then there's all this stuff in between, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, I didn't know what was killing it, but now I know it's the chain, <laughs> you know? Yep. <laughs> Along with the other stuff I got going, so that's <laughs> awesome. But I'm going to keep in mind the thing with Give the Enchantress the uh, Maximus next time I get one, which I hope is soon. I had one earlier yes. today, man. If I would have known, <laughs> I had no idea. I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't even think that it would still work, you know? Although I probably should have, because I gave the Templar, I can't remember what sword it was, but it had, like, a electricity or something on it, and... Oh, um, yeah, yeah. And that worked, so, I mean, I should have known that, I guess, but, Yeah. It's... I actually had no idea. Uh, it's funny, the, the Nagel Ring will also work on mm -hmm. uh, followers. 
Yes. Mm -hmm. I I think I did that to the Templar. I'm like, well, look at you. You know. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Um, There's a few more. Um, uh, Leoric's gorget will also work. Uh, I didn't know that. yeah, there's there's a lot of almost pretty much if if <laughs> if they can hold it, the legendary effect will work. That's oh why actually, gosh. if you use the uh, oh god, what's the name of that ring? Oh, I can't think of it right now. No, it it's uh, it's the ring that um says when you have it equipped, it uh, it's the Oculus ring. Okay, oh, okay. the Oculus ring. When you have it equipped, it has a chance to summon a. Or it it makes like a ring of power on the ground, and when you're mm-hmm. standing in it, it increases your damage output by a lot. Well, the it's actually recommended that you give that to a follower because it will still have the exact same effect if the follower is holding it. So you don't even have to have it oh, equipped. Wow, that's cool. Okay, I'll keep that in yeah, mind. I haven't then, come across one of those yet at all this season, so at least I don't think. Neither so. have I actually. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think, think I have. I have. But man, that Maximus thing. I could have two demons spawning with chains running around. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. It's it's awesome. It is oh, really awesome. Man. If I get that going, I'm gonna figure out how to record it or something, because <laughs> that's just hysterical. <laughs> yes. Oh, speaking right. of that, I I forgot to mention when I was talking mm-hmm. earlier. Uh the um the Tempest Rush build. Mm-hmm. If you, if anyone ever wants to make a one on one destroyer the Tempest Rush is the way to go. I mean, if you're... Alright. I killed Asmodan on Torment 10 within like 5 seconds of him spawning. Wow. It kills... That's a lot it, of damage. Altogether. Yeah, one-on-one fights, it obliterates them. Because of the balance, Debo has a 100% chance to critically hit if it's hitting 3 or less enemies. So, every hit's a critical hit. You just... <laughs> you just burn oh, through, through their health. I actually, if anybody wants to see it, I actually have uh, recorded gameplay on my Plays.TV account, so you can uh, you can see the Tempest Rush build. Um, wow. If, if you're interested, <laughs> that's awesome. if, if you're not, that's okay. But I I just thought I'd throw that out there. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so we're having fun. Yes. Know? Yes. <laughs> Okay, so anything else to add before we move on? Hmm. Uh, let's see, as far as followers, I think you covered that. All the effects mm. of stupid stuff. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one thing I don't know, because the, right, the last time I used the Maximus seriously as part mm-hmm. of my main build for a character was mm-hmm. um, uh, before the Bane of the Stricken Legendary Gem came out. Okay. I do not know, because like I said, if you put the chain in between and mm-hmm. the chain is touching an enemy, it does, it's pretty much like you're whirlwinding them, you know, how how quickly it hits. Right. Mm-hmm. The chain hits that quickly as well. I mean, it hits v- very fast. Um, okay. It's like a constant stream of damage. I don't know if that actually combines with the Bane of the Stricken, but if it does, especially on a whirlwind barb, Say you're whirlwinding, getting that Bane of the Stricken up, uh, and you have that chain going, it's literally going to go up twice as fast. Oh, wow. I wonder if I'm using that gem. I don't know. Um, It's not a good one right now. You're using the Bane of the Powerful. 
Okay, it's made of something. All right, well, maybe I'll switch <laughs> and see what happens if I have one somewhere, you know? Yeah, you can try that out. It's, it's, I, like I said, I don't know if it works. I don't know if the bane of the strike actually works with the chain, but you can find It'd out. It'd be fun to try, walk in and watch it go poof. Yes, it works. Hooray. Yeah. Know? I hope. I hope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yep, exactly. Yeah, totally. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So um, we're going to move on a little here since I think we're done goofing <laughs> around with Maximus, you know? Um, yes. Hey, that is one of the most fun weapons to mess around with in the game. Oh, though. I love it. Just as honestly, soon as I get awesome. that thing, I either use it. Every time I get it with every character, I either use it myself until it's <laughs> totally not useful anymore and my character outgrows it, or I stick it in the cube and use it forever. I mean, you know, just, <laughs> I just crack up every time that thing shows up, you know? It's just yes. so much fun. <laughs> it's a demon on a chain, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's and perfect. he seems to spawn a lot, too. He He's does. like, oh, you're back, hooray! He really <laughs> does. As soon as he goes away, you immediately bring him back. It's, mm -hmm. it's awesome. Yeah, it's just, it's really fun. He's my best demon friend. <laughs> yes, he's a good one. He's a good one. <laughs> yes. Alright, so to move on, um, we mentioned last show that uh, Lantonio has a GoFundMe because his apartment had a fire, which we mentioned um, in the other show, and he and his family lost so much from that. So if you are able and want to help him out to get back on his feet, there's a GoFundMe. It's called the Fire Tragedy Fund. I'll put a link in the show notes as well. Um, and you can donate there to help him out so um you know it's right before the holidays and to have all that happen is is rough so we we're mentioning that to uh hopefully you know have more of his fans i know he has a bunch of fans um to help out if they can if you're able you know it's it's something that he is in need of and um you know this is a legitimate gofundme i don't know about all of them but this one for sure is you can be sure of that so there's that um in addition there's going to be a Dawn Forge event. You know, the show is powered by Dawn Forge, right? So um, uh, there's going to be a Dawn Forge live event yet to be named on January 7th at noon CST time zone. And the purpose is to raise money for Lantonio. Now, it's not all 100% exactly, you know, scheduled out exactly how this is going to work. But basically, I think the idea is um, Medros uh, from All Things Azeroth and, you know, is the Dawn Forge, you know, person. Um, he's going to be on a good deal of it, and the goal, I think, is to take him through Blizzard games and make him do things he doesn't like to do, is I think <laughs> what we're doing. So, um, there will be, you know, there will be a... Um, a Diablo portion of that that um, I'm going to try to be there. Um, I think you're trying, might try to be there if you can. I will definitely be there. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to make him play hardcore. <laughs> and um, <laughs> if there's a season still there on January 7th, then we're going to like have him do a hardcore character and see how many objectives we can get him through, you know, in the season journey because he won't have done that yet you know with a new yeah. character so um so we'll do that you know and i know he's not really a big fan of hardcore so we'll, we'll make him do that and see now if there is no season if the season ends before that we'll have to come up with something else and one of the ideas i was thinking of is actually something lantonio did when he was doing the uh, dead and waiting with where groups got in and played together and i remember there was a bunch I, i've been at like two of them i think and one of the things we did one time this is lantonio came up with it you get a group of four together because we had a bunch of people playing and you get a hardcore character it was a random role of what class you 
got to pick. And uh, you know, it's like you've it, he I think rolled a four and says, okay, you got this number, you're this class, you know, just kind of kept going. And you could you know, run with your group. And the only thing you could use was weapons. You couldn't, like, equip any armor. Oh, my God. You know? <laughs> and it was so much fun. <laughs> it was crap. so much fun. Yeah, so I think there's more to it than that, but I remember that part specifically. So if there is no uh, season on January 7th, because I do not know for sure when that's going to end, um, then that's our secondary plan. Or if we get bored with the first one, <laughs> we could try that, you know? That is um, awesome. Yeah, and that's something Lantonio did, so um, (laughs) it was fun, it works well, and it seems fitting to bring that in, if possible, you know, to the event. So, I don't know, um, and it's going to start at noon on January 7th, I'm trying to remember, if I get more details, I'll put them in the show notes, or we'll tweet them out if we can, but the idea of that is to raise money for Lantonio. So you can come in and watch Medros do things he doesn't like in video games, and uh, you know we'll be there guiding him through it for at least part of it. But there's going to be other uh, Dawn Forge games as well. So uh, Dawn Forge games, right? Um, <laughs> not quite. Um, <laughs> Blizzard games at the Dawn Forge event. There we go. <laughs> so you know it'll be fun. It'll be entertaining, and you know, hopefully, people will uh, be able to kick in some money and help out Antonio. Especially, like, I, I feel really bad that all this happened right before the holidays. That's rough. Yeah, it really sucks. So these are the things that we're doing to, um, to give people an opportunity to help them out. Okay, so <laughs> that's <laughs> so gonna go be help fun. out everyone. <laughs> yeah, you know, or at least you know, come check out the uh, Dawn Forge event on. January 7th and um, again we'll have more details as we get closer but it'll be fun (laughs) (laughs) it'll be fun watch me you know find Maximus as soon as possible and be like yay (laughs) you know that'd be awesome Hey, if if you roll the uh, the the barbarian (laughs) Mm -hmm. well it doesn't matter what class you roll actually really it's the same (laughs) yeah it's the same that's true yeah (laughs) oh man yeah because I think what I'll do I think what I'll do instead of using if assuming the season is still going instead of using my seasonal character that I've got now I'll roll a new one you know, just to have everybody on the same footing, you know, mm-hmm. and um, you know, <laughs> run Maximus through as much as I can, or something. You know? <laughs> That'd be fun. <laughs> anyway, you know, I'll I'll do something goofy awesome. just to make it entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of entertainment, we do still have Audible as our sponsor for Shattered Soulstone, and you can get a free 30-day trial from that. You can use our affiliate ad link. It's bit.ly slash soulstone2016. Gives you a free 30-day trial, one credit to pick any book in the entire thing that you want to listen to. They have over 180,000 titles now. All variety of things in there. Um, so there's bound to be something that you like. And then if you choose to continue after the 30-day trial, you get a whole bunch of goodies. Um, you can choose uh, if you want to get one credit or more than one credit. There's different prices for that. Depends on how fast you go through audiobooks. And And you also get a digital copy of the New York Times or the Wall Street Journal that you can enjoy once you're a member. And then there's special sales and and things like that going on. And I don't normally really recommend books other than the Diablo one that's in there. (laughs) (laughs) But I am going to recommend a book this time. There's a book called The Devouring. It's by Richard Taylor, who is a friend of mine. And the book is intense. It's it's not really necessarily a vampire book, but there are vampires. And it's just a very intense, scary 
book as you go through. Um, and it's you've got a main character, a woman named Freddie Stasiak, and she's uh, had a bit of a rough life. And then things get worse as it goes. <laughs> and the development of what's going on, her trying to figure it out and cope with it. And uh, as you learn more about, you know, what what she's really up against, um, it just gets really scary and intense and interesting, in my opinion. Um, now, the reason I'm mentioning this one, in addition to it being written by a friend of mine, um, it's on Audible now for the first time. So that's something. But in addition, I narrated the entire book. Um, so it's my voice for the whole 10 hours or so of this book, uh, because the book comes to you entirely through the viewpoint of the main character, which is Freddie Stasiak. And um, so it made sense to have a female narrator. And I also did all the male voices and other characters and things like that. And then Sean, who edits our show, Shattered Soulstone, so well, every time we do one, it makes us sound good. He edited this book. So there's kind of a lot in there. If you're, you know, if you're looking for something to listen to, I highly recommend this one. Um, it's The Devouring by Richard Taylor. And uh, it was really fun to do. And so if you like kind of intense, scary books that kind of have vampires and stuff about that in there, um, it's really good. And, you know, if you're not sick of my voice now, you can be after listening to it for 10 <laughs> hours in, in a show. <laughs> so um, in a book. Yeah. <laughs> So it's just something to consider um, that's out there. If you're already considering Audible and you have no idea what to get, I recommend that one. Snow flurries danced across the street and whipped against the buildings of the Upper West Side like snow demons bent on mischief. It was well after 11 p.m. I'd worked late. I was tired. And it was teeth-chattering cold. Even so, I decided to walk the eight blocks from the office to my apartment. I wanted to shake off the day's concerns and allow myself a beat of my own drumming. Four blocks from my building, a cab slowed as it passed me, its tires crinkling on the snowy pavement. The driver's certain no sane woman would pass up an opportunity to ride in weather like this. No sane woman, I... The taxi shot ahead when its driver saw there would be no business coming from me. I watched my reflection dance in the storefront windows as I walked. Frederica Stasiak. I, I still think that's awesome. That is really awesome. You deserve it's... a round of applause. Oh, thank you. <laughs> There's, it's not just me. This was a group effort, you know, but um, it was fun. This is the first book that I've done uh, narration for. Uh, it's not going to be the last one, and I'll leave that there, but um, <laughs> it's kind of neat to actually be listed as a, an, an audible narrator. Like, if you go to The Devouring and you look at that and it says who it's narrated by and click on it, I mean, that's my name, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's there. There I am, you know? So it's, <laughs> it's, kind of, it's kind of exciting, and uh, I enjoyed uh, doing this, and I think, I mean, I read the book previous to recording it, I knew what it was. I was really excited to record it because it's such a good book. And I really like the main character and how she responds to things and thinks. And she's kind of sarcastic at times and stuff. And it's just really neat. Um, so, you know, check it out if you're interested. If you have that one free book, you know, from Audible and you don't know what to do, you got nothing to lose. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. I'm definitely going to um, check it out. Oh, good. It's 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 pretty fun. It really is. Um, 
And like I said, I did all the voices, so I've done some of the male voices. It's you're, you're not going to be fooled into thinking it's a man doing those voices, but it's at least <laughs> enough where you can differentiate characters, you know. Um, it, it, and it was just it was fun. It was just so much fun to do, and it was intense, and <laughs> <laughs> it was a good so learning now, experience. No, I think not just me. I think everyone else is curious too. Your uh, your your male voice, your male interpretation. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's We're several. Very, there's... very interesting. Very, There's several very several male voices in there, and um, some of them it took a while to kind of figure out between uh, me and the author, uh, how do we want this character to sound? What can I do to do that? What about this? What about, you know, that kind of thing. So some of them took a few tries to kind of figure, okay, that's the voice we want to go with, you know? Um, yeah. So it took a lot of, like, voice acting and, <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, you know, it's... It's no different. Like you'll hear people on Audible where it's a male narrator and there's like a, a female character, and they'll just sort of do a female voice for that character. You know, it's really no different than that, except that there's a lot of characters. <laughs> um, and it's just fun. And I think I think the advantage I have is I have a lower voice. You know, like there are women whose voices are much higher than mine, and so. I've got kind of a range. I've done some, like when I was in high school and all that, I was in choir from like elementary school through high school. So I've got a little bit of background in just sort of getting your voice to do something, you know, <laughs> that you want it yeah. to do. And you know, I've always been an alto, which is not the soprano, you know, notes that go way up, you know? <laughs> so I think my range made that more possible to at least sort of have a, okay, that's that male character I'm hearing now, you know, kind of thing. Like I said, it's not intended to, like, fool you. It's enough just to differentiate characters and give them a little bit of, like, personality, you know? Yeah. But, you know, there's a lot of stuff in the book, and I don't want to really give away anything, but it's intense. It's It was intense. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, good. That's that's awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Cool. Let me know what you think when you're done. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. We'll do. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you want to maybe go over? We got some tweeters. We got some tweets. Do you want to read those off, maybe? Tweeters. All right. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, number one. Um, it's from at mjpen316 uh this is regarding a picture that we were trying to figure out last show uh (laughs) so it was the picture where we have a computer set up and a bunch of figurines on here that we figured out some of them but we couldn't quite tell what others were and uh this person well tweeted in told us what the figures were uh, says uh, at Shattered Soulstone. Also, the pick tweeted were all D2 figures Diablo, Barbarian, two uh, Unravelers, Corrupted Rogue, and Tyrael from um, Heroes of the Storm. Of the sea. <laughs> yes. Is that what that is? Yeah, yes. okay, Heroes I'm guessing. Storm. Yeah, and if you look, I can see, like in the picture, I can see Tyrael on the side there. I'm like, okay, I see that now, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and I can't help kind of. s- but see the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles up on the top left, too. I mean, they, oh, they, yeah. they've got to be there. <laughs> so, of course, of course. awesome. Uh, MJ Pen, awesome. I'm very envious <laughs> of some of, the, <laughs> some of the figures you have. I do not have any. <laughs> yeah, I, I have, um, like, I've got a couple of those little Funko Pop figures, you know? Oh, okay, but yeah. 
Yeah, and I think at least some of them came from... I went to BlizzCon twice, and so I think some of it came through there or something. But, um, yeah, I, I don't have any of the figures that he's got. And um, I've kind of stopped collecting, because <laughs> any, anything physical collects dust, and I'm just avoiding dust. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> But yeah. to be able to collect those, I mean, those are cool. They look really good. Yeah, they look awesome. One day I'll make it to BlizzCon, too. It's a dream. It's going to happen. <laughs> it's uh, a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> um, all right. The next one is from at Shano. Uh, here the last... <laughs> oh, my God. I can't talk today. Uh, here the <laughs> latest episode of uh, at Shattered Soulstone with a brand new intro featuring music by... Uh, You're not going to say Somnostatic. Somnostatic. Ah, got so, it. <laughs> yes. So that's our intro. Like you may have noticed, we've got a new intro now. Yes. Um, awesome. And the the guy that did it, Somnostatic, his name is Matt Sams, and uh, he's a friend of ours. Um, and he does a ton of music and just fantastic stuff. So that's his work in there. The music, awesome. Anyway, and and Sean put together the the intro, and so that's how we got that. That's awesome. I really like it. And. Uh, uh, thanks again, Sean. I know you're listening to this. It's great. I really like it. So thank you very much for creating it. And uh, I don't know how to get in touch with uh, Somnostatic, but thank you to that person as well. Well, he's on Twitter. <laughs> and you could tell him, hey, I like your uh, Shattered Stone <laughs> music. And he'll hey, get it. I'm and, not and that he'll probably, smart, okay? <laughs> he'll probably get a kick out of it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. sounds good. I might have to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right in somebody's day. Yeah, yeah. And good. the last one. We only have three. All right, the we last one. We only have three one. this time. At MJ Penn again. Uh, MJ Penn 316. Uh, at Shano, at Shattered Soulstone, at Somnostatic. Great episode as always, folks. Exclamation point. That's always nice to be appreciated. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know? yes, it is. Always nice. <laughs> okay, so um, we do have an email which we'll get to in just a moment. Um, but before we dive into the emails, I'm going to remind everyone we are running a Patreon campaign where you can help support the show. You can become a patron of the Shattered Soulstone by going to patreon.com soulstone and making a monthly pledge. Each and every pledge is greatly appreciated and it does really help us keep the show going. So thank you to everyone who's already a patron and thank you to everyone who's considering it as well. Okay, we have an email from at MJPen316, uh, um, which I'm going to read off, <laughs> and right. uh, we'll, we'll just go from there. He writes, Hi all, just wanted to say that I am all caught up on the episodes, and thanks for the shouts in episode 129. And he was listening, I think, to all of our episodes, so <laughs> oh. he's all caught up. That's that's Ooh, fantastic. Wow. I'm. That's just... It just makes me so happy that people listen to the show and go, I want to listen to all of them. And that just, <laughs> I would never believe someone would, but so many have. And it just makes me very happy every time. It is um, awesome. And very amazed, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so going on with his email. Sorry about the blurry pics that I tweeted you, but I'm glad you were able to recognize them. And he's talking about the one uh, that we mentioned with the tweet. He's talking about that photo. Uh, by the way, that was not Kerrigan, but a corrupt rogue with two unravelers by Diablo. All characters were from Diablo 2, except Tyrael from Heroes of the Storm. Also inspired by 
SSSPC. I do not know what that is, um, but some of you might. Uh, he says, I have ordered all and received all of the Diablo books I could find. I'm currently reading Archive and will go through them as time permits. I'm really looking forward to reading the books of Cain and Tyrael as they are beautifully crafted. I highly recommend those. Um, I, I love the Diablo books. Like every, All of them make me happy, but um, the book of Cain and the book of Tyrael are very different um, and they're, they're, they're artsy. There's beautiful drawings in there. Well, okay, in some cases, there's creepy and disturbing drawings, but they're well done. <laughs> and, um, and if you're into Diablo, you like that stuff anyhow. So, um, you know, it's really neat, and it does really give you um, insight into some of the lore of the characters. And, like, the Book of Cain is, you know, uh, it's Cain's book. That's, you know, he always is talking about, you know, consulting, reading through books and flipping through books and learning things. That's his book, okay? <laughs> and it's uh, got a reference to Leah in it, and that's pretty neat. Um, book of Tyrael takes place, I think, after Reaper, you know? So if you know what's gone on with Tyrael up to that point, this kind of talks about a bit of the past and his viewpoint and a lot of lore. And uh, so I highly recommend those if you're into the lore. That'll give you a lot. But so will the, the books you're reading through. But you can flip through the other two pretty quickly and you know, get a good sense of things. So going on with his email. <laughs> um, he says, I have been a loyal Diablo follower since the first game and am still playing D2. Is that community still active? I don't know. Do you know? I believe it still is. Lantonio would be the one to ask that. But uh, as far okay. as I know, a lot of people are still playing that game. I still play that game every once in a while, and everyone knows Lantonio definitely still plays that game. Okay, so I'd say it's active. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so he continues with, I am very excited for the Necromancer, as he was my first character in D2 ever, but uncertain what to think about the idea of thousands of Necros now running around in Sanctuary. I've always been a fan of diversity. <laughs> and I think we touched on that last episode, where we were like, everyone is going to have a Necromancer. <laughs> it's all that will be for a while. You know, That's going to be awesome. There's going to be Nothing but skeletons on the good side and bad side. I know. It's like how will you, how will you tell yours from the ones they're supposed to kill? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god, it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so to continue, he says I tweeted a link to my Battle.net page so you can see my progress. I think I forgot that tweet. We'll have to look that up. Um, but I'm slowly chugging along. Paragon level seven on my level seventy barbarian. Only into master difficulty currently, but I intend to get to Torment soon. I really want to play the Rifts. I mostly play on PC, but as stated previous, I got my family to start playing Xbox 360 with me, so I actually play console and PC. Barbarian and Crusader are definitely favorites for me. I can see that. The playstyle is kind of the same. It's like yeah. in your face, kind of, you know, they're, they're good together. Um, if you like that, if you're not interested in, like, some of the range stuff, you know? those yep. two are really good for if, if you want that um they are the tanks of diablo they are three. yeah yeah and i i think i have more fun with the barbarian than the crusader but i also don't have as much experience with the crusader so maybe if i played more i'd find more fun things you know? <laughs> but you know the crusader doesn't have the ancients and then i can't build my army right <laughs> so yeah. anyway well, yeah, well they do have phalanx 
Well, they do. You're right. Maybe I can do something with that. Okay, an idea for the future. Uh, to finish out his email, he says, Looking forward to the next episode as you all do such a great job. Aw, thank Aww. you. Thank you. And then if any, he says, If anyone wants to help my lonely barbarian, please hit me up. I got you, bro. I got you. There you go. Yeah, if I'm on, I'll look for you. Um, I play at weird hours. I really do. So, um, But I do look for people, and I always say hi to the clan when I'm there so um if, if you're on and i find you we can try it <laughs> you know the same with I'm me not that, I'm, I'm not much farther ahead of you though is the thing, <laughs> <laughs> well if if either of you guys are on while i'm on i'd be more than happy to play with either one of you um and go. help you out with whatever you want helped with so there we go that'll be fun now we just got to coordinate it i don't know how to do that because i play randomly <laughs> but we'll try i'll look for everybody when i'm on. all right sounds good all right, and he finishes with, Lastly, I cannot find Vesper on Twitter, so if he could please add me. Uh, his is at MJPen316. So oh, until next time, uh, thank you and keep up the good work. Good. Uh, yeah, I already added him. Okay, so that's all taken <laughs> yeah. care of. Yep, I, I, saw the, I saw my name there as I was scrolling through this before we even started recording, and uh, okay. yeah, I, I read that last part uh, asking me to add him, so I did. Yeah, and I can see why he had trouble because I recently tried to add you, as you know, and I just like typed in all these things oh, and God. got all these other. <laughs> like if you type if you type Vesper, there's a bunch of accounts that come up, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I know what icon he's using, but I don't see it. So, I'm, like, trying to... so I see why he had trouble, but um, you know, we usually say it on the end of the show and all that. If anybody else wants to, do, yeah, you know, follow you too. Probably because uh. What... Well, it's Vespertilio. Uh, a lot of people, they seem to have a hard time spelling it. They ask me how to spell it a lot. So mm-hmm. I think that's probably what it is, because Vespertilio 1189. Right. So, and yeah. And it's a, it's a V. It's a V instead of a W. But yes. But it's the German, you know, Ves- uh, Vesper, you know. So, um, yep. yeah, that can continue it. But in any case, you know, they can find you through that. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. All right. So let's do a little bit of notes here from, like, Diablo team kind of stuff. Um, there is today, I guess it took place today, uh, Thursday the 15th, a uh, Facebook Live Diablo Q&A. I don't know if they've ever done a Facebook Live one. So um, now they have. By the time you hear this, it's it's already over. Um, but it's supposed to feature uh, senior game designer Joe Shelley answering questions. Um, and there was a forum thread. People were throwing questions in. Pretty interesting stuff in there if you want to check it out. But by the time we have another show, we'll be able to dig into what was asked <laughs> and like what was answered. And um, if any of you caught this and had thoughts about it, if you want to send us a tweet or send us an email about it um we'll be happy to read off your thoughts on the next show so if you caught it you know whatever you think uh we'll be happy to share that with the world in the next show um so i just really quickly wanted to mention that because i don't think they've done it before i mean i don't think they could have done a facebook live that much you know like that's kind of new you know yeah (laughs) it couldn't have been you know something that they've done years ago so it's just kind of interesting way of using facebook uh in facebook live which is relatively new so if you're on Facebook, um, that's something to look forward to. Maybe they'll do more, you know? So there's that. And I will try to track down what they talked about. But again, if anybody's got, you know, comments about that, send it to us and we'll bring it into the show and 
and talk about it here. Um, there's also uh, just a quick little forum post that Nevalistus um, posted an update on. The post was called Focused Feedback New Legendary Items. It was on December 2nd that she added the update. Now, I'm of the impression perhaps this is the PTR, but I'm not sure. Um, because the details are about four items, and I think they are the items that drop in the uh, the new D1 and D3 area, you know, that's supposed to appear in January. I suspect, I think, because no. one is called the Barber. That's not them? Okay. No, what these is are actually all, uh, uh, all items that already exist. Uh, okay, the Barber, then I'm just confused. Yeah, the Barber is a... Um, it used to just be a normal dagger. I think it was uh, made into a ceremonial knife for the uh, oh, okay. for the witch doctor. Uh, Faithful okay. Memory is a two-handed great sword um, that is now going to be focused with the Crusader. Uh, Hellcat's Wasteguard is going to be related to the Barbarian now, I believe, and the Minald Heal. Oh, Minald Heal. Forgot which one that is. Well, I it ex they explain on this thing. She says the builds that are coming out of it actually perform pretty well, and we think there's still room for more player experimentation here. So, um, <laughs> I I'm not sure if they're aiming that at a particular class at at the point that this little update was written. I don't know. Yeah, I I don't remember what they do because I I read about it a while ago. I know mm. the barber I thought was ridiculously strong, so I'm assuming we're going to see that soon. I forgot what the legendary effect w was that they added to it, but it was amazing. Uh, also, the faithful memory, I remember what that does, and I did see the testing on it. Uh, faithful okay. memory is... Um, you know how the uh, having a uh, blessed hammer build with the mm -hmm. uh, crusader... Um, right. What is that? Seekers of the Light set. So you're throwing out all kinds of blessed hammers, and it also combos with uh, Falling Sword. Uh, mm -hmm. Faithful Memory is the two-handed sword that's going to allow for for every enemy hit by Falling Sword is going to increase the damage of your um, your blessed hammers by like sixty percent for each enemy hit by Falling Sword for like 5 or 10 seconds. So it's... I Like I said, I, I watched a video showing or explaining um, how strong this is going to make the build, and it's it's very impressive. That's uh, probably going to be the Crusader's next strongest build on the leaderboards. Okay. It's very, very strong. Good to know. <laughs> yeah, uh, as far as the other yeah. ones, I forgot. I think the Minald heal is actually like a fist weapon for the monk that has a, a very interesting legendary effect. If I remember right, it's like uh, every time you cast a spirit spender, it also casts it a second time on a random enemy on the screen. Oh, wow. It's, okay. It's really weird. I don't, I don't know how you'd incorporate that in a build, but it'd be unique seeing it, so I'm excited for it. Maybe that's why they were saying experimentation, because yeah. they're not sure either. You know? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay. And then the last thing I put in here is actually from uh, BlizzPro, and it's written by Dreadscythe. And he does uh, 
um, I'm going to say a column or a series of stuff called Development Hell, where he takes something that's in-game or about to be in-game and kind of expands upon it, you know? Um, and it's, they're all really well written, and this one is about the challenge rifts, uh, as he's calling it Diablo's Blood Sport. And what he's done here, and it's very detailed, and there's no way I can go into all of this like on the show without like reading it to you, which no one, I mean, really. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> um, you can read it, you know, you don't really need me to read this to you, so um, it's right there, but... Um, and again, links will be in the show notes. He's taking the idea that was uh, talked about during BlizzCon about the challenge rifts. He's actually got a video of that dev talk embedded into his article. Um, it's about an hour long, so you know you know what you're getting into with that. And the idea is that challenge rifts, basically, to summarize, is you know like greater rifts where you have like a 15 minute timer and you have to complete the rift, but also it's sort of you know, taking the concept of a little bit of the set dungeon, where, like, you have to use this set to do it, you know? And so he's um, sort of extrapolated from there what could possibly, maybe, potentially be from these uh, challenge rifts. Like, how would this work? What can you do with it? What might they do with it? How is this going to, you know fit into the game and all that and it's really fascinating and I, I don't want to read it off you know because I don't want to take away from it but um he does say at the bottom and he's got just very detailed he's like put together you know like mock-up screenshots of how this would look and how this might work and this kind of stuff but he makes it very very clear at the bottom of it that this is mostly speculation so you shouldn't you know read this and go this is exactly what the Diablo team is going to do because there's no way to know you know um, but again people will read it and think oh wow that's how it's going to be and then get mad if it isn't you know but yeah. it's this is this is an idea this is you know speculation and extrapolation from what we know done really well but it doesn't mean it's going to be exactly this way but it sure sounds fun and the most interesting part of it that you know quick takeaway from it uh, other than just all of these details is you know he's saying that he wants the challenge rifts to be big and he'd like to see crowdfunded tournaments Ooh. from it and I think that I think where he's going and maybe he even says it in here is like okay so um, this oh he does say it you know maybe potentially the challenge rifts could be Diablo's esports ah there we go that'd be awesome you know, because, if Diablo can get yeah. esports yeah, and this might be a way to do it again, you know, speculating and all this, um, but it's kind of, he's got these ideas of what if you could, you know, have a team playing at the same time and, you know, different ideas of how it would show, you know, if you're, if you're playing one team and it's just, you know, uh, four character, four players, one team or four players and you're all actually individual, you know, how that would work and, and stuff like that. It's really neat. So I'm going to put it in the show notes so people can enjoy that and check it out. Fantastic ideas, but please keep in mind it is speculation other than what we already know from BlizzCon, which he's got a video to show you what we know <laughs> <laughs> so you can compare. Um, it's just a fantastic idea and I love the idea that this, I mean, I can see from reading this how this could work as esports. And that would give Diablo an eSport, and that's exciting. And, oh. you know, anyway, go read this article, you know, yeah, everybody. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, there's so much good stuff in there. So, um, yeah, yeah also, I'll put that in. Mm -hmm. uh, I also see on these on these pictures, it's still speculation, so I'm not going to claim that it's going to happen. But I noticed right. on these pictures it says 
the rewards for completing the challenge rift are Haradric mm-hmm. caches. It's what they're thinking now. Where they got that, I don't know if he if he just thought maybe that would be it, or um, if they've said that, or if they're if if they suggested it during BlizzCon. I'm not entirely certain. Um, like I've read this whole article, but I don't have it memorized. <laughs> and um, <laughs> really, you know, uh, yeah, you know. But there could be other. Maybe there could be other rewards, you know, in the future. Um, and. You know, there could be like a leaderboard specifically for this, maybe, and just there's just so much this could be, so much potential. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to hear more about it, especially if it's going to be uh, if it has potential to be an esport. That would be amazing to mm-hmm. see Diablo. Yeah, it depends on in that. it. De- I I hope that the developers like read this and go oh yeah okay you know (laughs) (laughs) but i i don't know you know um i think blizz pro is pretty popular so maybe the devs read it sometimes you know um you know it's a pretty good team of writers and i know blizz pro was at uh blizzcon and all that so i mean you know this is really well written it feels to me like this could work um the way he's you know kind of suggesting but we again, we don't know what they're going to do, and as always with everything in Diablo Three, how it is when it's implemented doesn't mean it's staying that way forever. It could grow or change from that point on, you know. Yeah. So if the, if this thing comes into the game very minimalist, there's still room for it to maybe grow, you know. Yeah. Well, we'll have to yeah. find out when it happens. I know, it's another one of those things, like last time we were like all about the necromancer going, what about this, what about that? Now, we've, you know, he's got the challenge rifts and kind yeah. of that in a way that's probably, well, a lot more informed than what we were <laughs> just kind of goofing around with last time. Yeah, so. um, this yeah. is actually my first time hearing about it, so uh, I'm sure I would have more to say if, <laughs> if I yeah, uh, read yeah. through all and, that. But Right, right, but then the whole show would be that, and yes. I really don't want to take away from the article because it was so good. So yes. I'll direct everyone there. It'll be in our show notes, and uh, you can read all of it and send us an email about what you think about it. <laughs> we'll definitely read it dead off on the show. Um, okay, so did we cover everything, or is there anything else in here that I missed? Uh, I, I don't think that's so. It, yeah. Other okay. media. What have you been up to? Other media. Oh, <laughs> not much of anything, really. <laughs> I've been... <laughs> Not really much of anything, mostly just, um, well, you know, my computer needed stuff on it and, you know, I had to download the games again and all that, basically. So, um, haven't done much, you know, I've been playing little, like, goofy little games on my tablet and they're, like, simple little, almost kid games, you know, (laughs) (laughs) but the artwork is cool on some of them, you know, there's nothing really to talk about, but I've been doing that. What have you been up to? Uh, I've been jumping back and forth through different games. Uh, I'm getting uh, really heavily into Dark Souls 3 again. Uh, I hear it's popular. I hear it's very popular. It is. It is very fun. (laughs) Though, uh, (laughs) I don't really have anybody to play with so if anybody uh if anybody wants to play that with me as well you can get in touch with me and i'd be happy to play with you outside of that uh let's see i haven't been doing too much uh listen trying to continue listening to my audiobooks but there's 
I don't know. It's 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 getting. I don't want to say harder because it's really easy to listen to the, to the audiobooks. Just harder to find the time to uh, be able to yes. sit there and mm-hmm. listen. Because I used to listen while at work. I don't really have that luxury anymore, and right. I don't have a very long commute to work either. So uh, uh, there'd be no point in me even turning it on on the way to work. <laughs> Right. Um, okay, yeah, so it's... listen to it while you're like um doing housework or something. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't take much of your mind to do <laughs> and you can just listen and be entertained. Yeah. <laughs> just need to start listening to it while I'm just mindlessly running riffs on Diablo. Yeah, that would work too, <laughs> you know. Yes. I don't know if I could do that though because when I'm writing riffs I'm always like, "Oh my god, I'm going to die. Oh my god, I'm going to die." <laughs> you know? See, I'm I'm the opposite. I honestly have uh uh man, I'm going to get slapped for even saying this. I know it, but <laughs> every time uh any time I'm just running riffs, actually almost any time I'm playing Diablo in general, no matter what I'm doing, I always have a movie running on my other screen. I've got a dual monitor. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Because I don't, I don't know. I've, I've got so many hours in Diablo. I kind of know what to do without having to think about it. Especially mm-hmm. when I'm running rifts and greater rifts. I just, even on hardcore, I've got a, I've got a movie <laughs> running. <laughs> so I'm like watching well, a movie. You can listen playing. to, you can listen, you can totally listen to audiobooks instead of watching the movie if you yeah. wanted to. Then yep, you know, yep. I can see where that would work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a horrible person. No wonder I died so many times this season. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but no. Hey, and the secret is revealed hey, now. At it's least not, most of my deaths were disconnects, not because of a right. movie. <laughs> yeah. You got you got no control over a disconnect. So. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that is that is the one boss no one can beat, is the disconnect. Yes. Boss, so. Unfortunately. I just yeah. want to grab it and strangle the life right out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Sun Maximus after it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Maximus, right. my friend, go. There you go. <laughs> Get Bring him, back his know? head. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right. With that, I'm going to close out the show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you've been listening to episode 130 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. Missed an episode? You can find the show blog and listen to the show archives at www.shatteredsoulstone.com. Want to join us in game? Join our in game community aptly named Shattered Soulstone. Oh, and before I continue with that, um, I just want to say if you want to join our uh, clan, you need to be out of a clan first because you can't be in two clans at the same time. So if you're trying to join us and uh, haven't gotten in yet and you're already in a clan I think I think you have to pick one in order for that to go but you can still talk to us in game um, <laughs> and you know in our community you can easily I mean, you can talk to anyone in game so we're still there um, and if you're in the clan you're, you can feel free to post short missives, missives up on the community board join the chat channel talk with other folks in from the community in game this show is powered by you the listener so send in your contributions thoughts questions and feedback to show at shatteredsoulstone.com we love twitter so come and join and tweet with us you can find the show twitter at shattered stone lantonio is at lantonio nevik is at nevik james and vesper is at vespertillo 1189 and we'd like to extend a huge thank you to medros of dawn forge productions for hosting our loot deviant show you can find more shows from the dawn forge uh, at 
the.forge.com. And of course, don't forget, there's going to be an event, a live event on January 7th. More details to come uh, with that, but that'll be fun as well. So thank you for listening. Until next time, from all of us here at Shattered Soulstone, keep on avoiding the disconnect boss. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone, go grab Maximus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Invite Maximus to your team, you know? <laughs> yes, we want everybody running them. <laughs> <laughs> They're so much fun, you know? <laughs>